thought I told y'all to leave me the hell alone, didn't I? Hey! What'd I say? Brought a toilet paper? I'm a friend of Sarah Connor. I was told that she's here. Could I see her, please? No, can't see her. She's making a statement. Where is she? Look, it may take a while. I want to wait. There's a bench over there. I'll be back. All right, man. I am one beat puppy um, tonight. Been a long old day. But um, all my days are long in that regard. I guess it's been um, because it's been this, it was the same ish kind of from eight in the morning to six. It was that stillness, I think. In a, um, yeah, being confined in one place for that length of time um, is not my best gig um, from that point of view. So um, it makes my mind go blankety blank. And so I'm just, just kind of recovering now. Uh, popped into Sterling for some dinner. Um, whenever my mind's like numb like that, yeah, I can't even make decisions. So I just had to go with some something that's familiar and didn't require any thinking. So I just went to the filling station, had a double pepperoni pizza and some hot wings, and that was good. And then wandered up to the coffee shop, drank coffee and finished reading my times, which I had started earlier. And now I'm back at the hotel room. Still haven't fully, fully recovered. There's only one thing to do in those circumstances, and that's uh, and that's to get the old headphones on and get the tunes on and just glide on out been listening to Dead Man Ray. Um, it's one of those things when on it got so much music on my iPod, I don't even remember what's on it. So um, I think this morning I was playing some Def Leppard and Let's Get Rock, but I, I searched for it you know, through the song titles. And so I was on the Let's section, which was quite kind of cool to do those those kind of plays like that so it was so it was less let's get rocked and then everything else that followed was less something so there was some prints and let's get go crazy um there was something from smash mouth uh and then and then because i was there i had a little um 
flicker around and I came across that Dead Man Ray and it was um, the song in particular is what is it it is something Volkswagen 1010AM is the song Um, interesting that's an interesting one to put in the headphones and play and listen to the actual lyrics of that one Um, good too I was digging it I'm not sure how I stumbled upon it to begin with I don't know how it ended up on my iPad or iPad my iPod not quite sure but it's there nonetheless and but now it's uh sparked my interest to see what else these cats got going on so I show yeah it's called blue Volkswagen 1010 am interesting I posted on the on my um twitter feed so you can check it out there um oh I found two things I found interesting one was and I think I tweeted about this earlier one was the fact that um the happy birthday song the song I've been singing well all of my life really and um I had no idea that it was still under copyright uh the copyright owner is from this according to this news article uh, makes an estimated two million dollars a year from uh, the happy birthday song so apparently now I never clocked this that um, you don't well anytime a, a you know, movie or what have you if they sing the happy birthday song uh, they have to pay money for that to, to them and yeah I, yeah I just thought it was like um you know, just some song that exists that everybody sings as a sort of ritual for birthdays. No idea that it was a, a copyrighted song. Um, that the guy's still making some royalties. But the reason it was in the um, paper is because a filmmaker is contesting that this person actually owns the copyright. So it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. And even more of a coup if it turns out that he didn't. And all the money that he's made from a copyright he didn't actually own. Now that's interesting. And then the other one that caught my attention is something I've been talking about uh, for a while now. I keep asking people, is it going to be the zombie apocalypse? Or is it going to be um, you know, the Terminator scenario and the robots taken over um, and I think it's going to be either one of those I mean if you think of all the movies and, and movies preparing us for these upcoming events you know they say science fiction becomes science fact um, so if we're going to follow that pattern um, yeah is it what do you think zombies or the robots taking over and it's kind of going back and forth for me. But anyway, this um, Stephen Hawkins and Steve Wozniak and crew actually met. Um, where did they meet at? They met. 
at some conference to talk about, or at least to say, they made made this basically an open letter, that's what it is, they had an open letter that is raging against making offensive autonomous weapons that can kill without the involvement of humans. They see that these sort of um, artificially intelligent killing machines is not a good idea, and the technology is just around the corner. It was a few weeks ago I was reading about um, the U.S. Army working on a drone that you know they can program it for a particular person to go and find and scrutinize and make the decision to kill um, the person that they're sick on. But so, yeah, so Stephen Hawkins and crew have this open letter um, in which they are urging those in powers to be that we should cease this line of development and making autonomous weapons. And they're seeing, and this is an interesting turn of phrase here, so they're seeing the these autonomous weapons as the third revolution in warfare. So the first revolution was the introduction of gunpowder, the second revolution being nuclear arms, and now this third, uh, we- third revolution is the birth of autonomous weapons. How mad is that? If you crazy things in the news um, today and I was going to mention the one just now but I don't want to jump on the bandwagon on that one if you've been paying attention to the news today I'm sure you'll probably know but it's probably enough of that anyhow so I don't want to talk about that oh yeah so yes it's been a slow recovery from a long day mentally grueling it wasn't physically tiring just a a mental graph and I was you know was busily writing um, his training outline uh, and yeah so yes it was a heads down type of thing but I think because well yeah I think mainly because it's in one spot and there's a lot of, not a noise so the place I'm working um, everybody is kind of heads down doing their work, doing work, and so it's not a lot of talking, it's not a lot of noise, um, yeah, which is, I think it's hard going, you know, I guess because I'm just a, you know, a person who need, I don't need noise, but I like noise around me, um, I like it when there's lots happening and going on around me and in some ways it helps me to you know I can concentrate and that it doesn't distract me in fact it, it you know one of the reasons I like working in the coffee house and you know cafes is the fact that because of the noise around you have to zone into your your little space so I dig that but when it's in, when it's so quiet I think that's fun at hard work which is when when I was at university I was never um, one for studying in a library. It was just too open and too quiet. Um, I just need the noise, man. (laughs) 
I need the noise, I need the activity. So yeah, that's what probably did it. It was doing me in with all the quietness. Yes. Oh, did you catch the um, top ten? Well, a bunch of uh, reviewers from around the world participated in this survey to come up with the top 100 films. Uh, some interesting choices. I'll tell you what the top 10 is if you hadn't seen it. Number one being Citizen Kane. Number two, The Godfather. Number three, Vertigo. Number four was 2001, The Space Odyssey. Then we had The Searchers. Followed by Sunrise. Then Singing in the Rain coming in at number seven. Then Psycho at number eight. Casablanca number nine. And Godfather Part Two. Bringing up the number 10 spot. One of the top 10 movies of all times. Now, I don't know that... Um, well, in, none of those would make my... I mean, there's good movies on that list, but none of them would make my top 10 list. We were just talking about this yesterday, as a matter of fact, over dinner. Um, we were saying, well, what's your top sort of five movies? And what comes out on my list, in no particular order... Um, Matrix is up there for me. I love that one. And I judge these by ones I watch like all the time, constantly. But Matrix is there. It's a Wonderful Life is on that list for me. Um, other ones on my list is uh, Last of the Mohicans, a little Daniel Day uh, Lewis action. Shakespeare in Love is a, another one of my favorite. It would make my sort of top five, top ten. Um, Pulp Fiction is in there, so that's what bringing me up to five now. If I was pushing for five more, trading places, a little Eddie Murphy, um, and then Aykroyd action. There's another one that's on on my list. Uh, Platoon would make it into that that top ten. Oh, and um, Crossroads, Ralph Macchio and Joe Seneca. A little story about the blues. That's always in there for me. And um, the last samurai is kind of figuring that sort of space for me as well, I think, in my sort of top ten. Yeah, those would be on my list. Little Shop of Horrors. There's tons, and I can go on and on, I think. But... um, those are the ones that I mentioned yesterday when we were having this discussion and coming up with our top films. And so, anyway, I am going to say Italio, Italio Pinfold. <laughs> ah, yes, I'm thirsty for one thing. So I'm going to end and I'm going to hunt down something to drink. So. That's me signing off. Peace.